Hey, everybody. Welcome to Red Pill Your Healthcast. My name is Dr. Charlie Fagenholtz, and I am here with Lauren Johnson, everyone's favorite nurse. Um, and we have a, a good episode this week for y'all. We are talking about something very basic, something that uh, should be clean and most people think is clean, but it usually is not. And it is one of the things that when we say you can control the controllables, this is a perfect example of uh, controlling the controllables, and that is our water supply. Now, in general, I don't know if there's a more important substance for life than water. It's the basics of everything. We are made up of between 60 and 75% water as human beings. Um, so that's important. That is extremely important. And just before we even go further, you've probably heard me say this before, and I know Lauren would agree with this, is when I first learned muscle testing, frequency medicine, all of that, day one, the first technique I ever took, they said, your patients will have two things, a blood sugar dysregulation and dehydration. And still eight years later, that is 100% true. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, how many times have you heard of someone who was sick, not feeling good, whatever happened to them, they go to the ER and the only thing they get is a bag or two of fluids and they feel 95% better. And that's like 80% of all visits oftentimes. And so um, I feel like we brush over hydration too much, you know, when we're throwing out different supplements to take, different things to do, but we never really just say the basics of hydration. And that's what we're going to talk Water too, like water that's not actually nourishing for your body. So that's something to think about too, is what are you actually drinking? Um, and that is part of what we're going to talk about is all these contaminants and things in the water that is keeping you from being nourished and hydrated. Absolutely. And so if you can look at this as like your fuel, say you have a top end sports car, you would never think twice of putting the lowest, uh, octane of fuel in that you would only do premium and our bodies are more expensive and more miraculous than any sports car that you can ever imagine. So why should we be putting in something that is not top quality water? And so, and that goes to like that. There's something there, like to value your body and yep. to value like your, you value your health. It's not just some, um, just random. It's not, it, it's not some run in the mill thing. You, you are, it is an amazing thing that the body is working as it does. And it's something to be celebrated and to be thankful for and to take care of. Absolutely. And so one thing that I will always say with patients is think of your digestive tract, which we all know how important that is. Every episode that Lauren and I have done thus far, the digestive tract has pretty much been brought up in every single one. And for good reason. But if you can look at the digestive tract as a river, if you are dehydrated, there's a drought and you have to have your digestive tract flowing. And a lot of times people struggle with constipation. I have seen hydration alone fix constipation because oh, it gets yeah. gets the river flowing. Exactly. And think about what is one of the components of stomach acid, water. You know, we talk about salt, we talk about B1, um, we talk about zinc, but we also need water to donate that H in the HCl. It's hydrogen chloride and hydrogen comes from water. So it's extremely important. And like we said, it is, it is a control the controllable as best as we can. And we're going to give you some action steps for that. But Lauren, let's start off 
You have a lot of good research. Let's talk about what's found in our tap water sources. So let's talk about the biggest one, that one that I harp on probably the most, and it's fluoride. And this is something that you you get it at the dentist with the, what well, you say, you should say no, I say no. Um, I, can't, <laughs> I say no for my kids. Um, can't say that you will, but if you do, if you hear this, then please think about saying no at the dentist. You can say no, you are allowed to. Um, but basically fluoride is what you, they paint on your teeth. It's also what they put in toothpaste. Most toothpaste yeah. that are on the market are fluoridated. Uh, there are of course some that are not, and we can, I will, we can link those down at the bottom in the show notes. Um, but the, the water that we drink is also fluoridated. This is something that wasn't always the case. They didn't, I mean, even the, they didn't use to fluoridate it, but in the 19, was it in the 1950s that it started and now three fourths of the Amer of Americans receive fluoridated water. Mm. Um, this, the, what the fluoride that is in the water is not, it's not your, like what is naturally found right. in, 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 on the earth. That's the thing that I, I think a lot of people don't realize fluoride is naturally found in phosphate rich rocks. Yeah. Um, it is used to make, uh, phosphate is used to make fertilizer. A byproduct of this process is some, it's called fluorosilic acid. And that is what is actually added to the water. It's a byproduct of phosphorus fertilization. And so, or phosphorus fertilization manufacturing. So like that is what is you're drinking. It's not something naturally found on this earth. Um, and so this will accumulate and this will accumulate other toxins that are found from that process as well. So it's not just that you got fluoride in the water. It's also other toxins that are found because of that process. That is how it's made. Um, and there are things like arsenic in there and other toxic byproducts that they've done a ton of studies on fluoride. And this is where I am still like, it still boggles my mind that they haven't accepted this mm -hmm. as an issue. So they I have a story after you're done. I have a story about that. So, well, one of the things that they, they used to use fluoride as a treatment for hyperthyroidism they, yep. and, it, and they didn't even need a high dose of it, but it would literally kill the thyroid. Um, and, and this was in the 1950s. And yeah, so it was like, in this, Europe. yeah, they'll do then, it in Europe a little bit for hyper. Uh, it is the fact that people don't connect why we have. So in areas uh, that we fluoridate our water, we have doubled the rates of hypothyroidism, hypothyroidism. It is killing our thyroid. How I, I cannot tell you how many women I say, check your thyroid, have your thyroid checked. Uh, it, it is something that is a big issue in our society. And of course, when they have their thyroid checked, the doctor doesn't check all the things, but that's another topic. So <laughs> that's another good podcast. Thyroid health would be another good podcast. Yes. I actually was thinking that today. Um, so what, what story did you have about fluoride? So when I learned about fluoride, when I was in chiropractic school and doing my um, seminars outside of school, learning all this type of stuff, um, I declined fluoride treatment at my dentist. And this dentist was telling me that uh, this was all proven wrong. Weston A. Price was completely proven wrong. And I said, I don't, I don't think that you're right on this. I know you're a dentist, but with the research that I've done, I don't think that you're uh, correct on this. He proceeds to keep walking me, for, I was finished, into the lobby, arguing with me why fluoride is not toxic. Uh, what I told him was that I had researched and found that fluoride was actually originally used in the concentration camps in Nazi Germany to make people dumb and sterile. So to kill their brain cells and to make them sterile. It, okay. It, 
So this is what I tell him. And he goes, he starts arguing, saying how Western Price is wrong, all this stuff, the the whatever, the National Dental Association, whatever it is, was saying that there's no issue with uh, mercury fillings, like people say, or fluoride. I say, look, all I'm saying is that both of those are neurotoxins. They will kill your brain. Well, fast forward, uh, this that was in 2014. So this is eight years ago. I recently realized that that dentist had to give his practice to his daughter who was a, is a dentist because he can't remember who he is oftentimes. Mm. And so that makes me think mercury poisoning. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but like, amalgam removals. And, and he's just, um, you know, he was trying to really prove his point, but now I, I feel sorry for the person. Cause I don't think anyone should ever go through that, but ignorance is ignorance and if someone brings something up to you and you hear something like that like it was used to make people dumb and sterile in concentration camps maybe look into it yourself and stop listening to your association who is just as corrupt as the ama and all the other associations yeah yeah it's 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 things like that that really really wake up a lot of practitioners they they just hear an offhand comment then they actually have the time to go look and then they start questioning a little bit more and more. But I'm telling you a lot of times providers just don't have the time or energy to go Google something that their patient said. Um, and so that is why we are in this vicious cycle of pay of providers, not looking into things and just yep. not taking, they just take what their, uh, the organization says or what the, the, um, the hospital they work for. Cause a lot of times the doctor's offices work for a hospital system, you know, all that. So like, it's just never ending cycle. Okay. So fluoride has a lot. So they actually used it. There's a lot to it. They actually use it to make the atomic bomb because they had to use a lot of fluoride um, to, to make it. And there were health concerns. They were worried about the health effects of the fluoride fumes. And so the government charged one of the, one of the lead toxicologists from the Manhattan project with finding out whether these fluoride fumes were toxic, how hard would it be for that for that toxicologist to say, no, all this is all fine. It's or it or I'm sorry, this is all toxic. We have to, we have to stop using all this. Like that's hard to do. So mm -hmm. of course he said he said it was fine. Um, that same toxicologist was later found to have conducted horrible human experiments that did not tell the patients what they were being subjected to. And so this is all happening in the 1950s. So now today, three three fourths of American water is fluoridated mm. and fluoride has effects on the thyroid. We've already mentioned it has effects on the IQ. It, pla it passes mm. the placenta. It, it goes into the, the baby, the fetus, um, and the mom's in the mom's belly, it goes into it and it does have effects on the IQ. There are 64 well done and peer reviewed studies that have shown how fluoride affects IQ. One study found that if pregnant women drink fluoridated water or infants drink fluoridated water, which by the way, they used to, the, the bottle water that they used to, they used to sell, um, to fill the bottles with, and they still do. There are some that are still manufactured that have fluoride. They are all very, very fluoridated. There mm -hmm. are some now that are bottled that are for bottled water and it doesn't have fluoride. There are a few. So make sure if you are buying that type of water, that's called like bottle, it's like infant bottle water make sure it's not fluoridated. I haven't Anything. heard of that before. Yeah. If you go in the baby section of like Walmart and Target, you might see it. Um, it's definitely at Walmart. Um, and infants that drink fluoridated water for bottle preparation, but that could just be somebody filling their, their, uh, bottle water or their formula bottle with tap water too. Yeah. 
Um, but it is, they see a decrease in IQ by five to six points. So here, so here's the clinical pearl people for that. A lot of people ask me on Instagram, they'll say, um, you know, what do you use for prenatals? And I'll always say Regenerzyme heart. I will check cod liver oil and I always check iodine. The reason why I say iodine is because iodine is baby's IQ. The connection is iodine. If you look on the periodic chart, and I'm bringing it back to high school chemistry, the halogens, which are all the way on the right-hand side, the halogens are fluoride, chlorine, bromine, and iodine. And if you know anything about chemistry, the larger particles will displace the smaller particles. So iodine is the smallest, whereas fluoride is the largest. So fluoride actually displaces your iodine, which kills your thyroid and kills your baby's IQ or your IQ. Yep. Yep. It's, so it we'll talk more about it in the thyroid podcast, but that's a clinical pearl for you guys, right? That's, that's the mechanism right there. It matters so much. It's not just one thing about fluoride that causes it to be an issue. Fluoride is not necessary for tooth development. Um, you'll have dentists say that the child will have a cavity or the adult will have a cavity because they don't use fluoride. No, like that's, there's no deficiency in fluoride that causes a cavity. There are deficiencies in minerals. Um, there are deficiencies in certain nutrients. There are, um, and there's other factors at play, but it is definitely not a fluoride deficiency. That's kind of like blaming the tryptophan and the turkey on Thanksgiving that makes you tired when it's really all the the stuffing and all the sugar stuff that you're eating that is really making you tired on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it, concept. it is. Um, it is shocking that that is that still has to be said. Um, okay, so what else is in our drinking water? Because it's not just fluoride. It is also there's a lot of drugs in our drinking water. Yes. Um, they have found psychotropic drugs, painkillers, anti-seizure meds, anti- antibiotics, birth control, or hormone replacement drugs, and so much more. Charlie, did you find something on that? Yeah. So right here um, on multipeer.com, it says that the, all these recent studies is what they quote. They found antibiotics, mood stabilizers, contraceptives, and synthetic hormones, blood thinners, heart medication, painkillers, uh, beta blockers over-the-counter medications, sunscreens, perfumes, lotions, and colognes, um, which is just wild. I mean, just think about that. It's like all that stuff is estrogenic, essentially, all the perfumes, all the colognes. So when, you know, Lauren and I are talking about estrogen dominance and you're like, hey, I live this such great lifestyle. Why do I still have this? It's because we're bombarded with this stuff. We're absolutely bombarded with this stuff from from all um, angles of life. And Everyone needs water. You know, you can go days without food or even weeks without food. You cannot go days without water. You will not survive. And so we rely on it and it, it is very important for it to be clean. And this is what we've been exposed to for years, not just new, uh, but this has been going on for absolute years. Yeah. And there's another, there was a study conducted by the U.S. Geological Survey in 1999 and 2000. And it found pharmaceutical medications in 80% of the tap or of the water samples drawn from 139 streams that were tested in 30 states. The drugs included um, antibiotics, antidepressants, blood thinners, heart medications, uh, hormones, same thing. So, and then I will also say that conventional water treatment does not remove all of these substances. So like in the tap, when you are drinking tap water there, they do cl- you know, they do clean it, but they mm-hmm. also, that's when they put in the fluoride. That's when they put in the chlorine, which caught, and that's something else we'll talk about in a little bit. 
Um, no. But one study from 2007 found that, that what they do for conventional treatment, it only removes 75% of the, of the drugs that are found in our tap water. Yeah. Um, chlorine, when I moved to Tennessee, I installed a whole house filtration system from Aquasana and you have options of adding different uh, options essentially. And so one of the options is a UV light and they only recommend it uh, with um, well water, but I just wanted everything. I wanted it all. I don't care if it, I needed it or not. And the plumber who installed it said, are you sure that you don't want, don't want to return this UV light? We chlorinate our water so heavy that no bacteria can survive. I'm like, my man, just give me everything possible to get that chlorine out of this water. So um, yeah. they, they it, don't think chlorine is a bad thing, but it's also a halogen that displaces your iodine and it's extremely toxic. Right. So it's not the chlorine is an issue by itself, but then it's also the disinfection byproducts that happen after the chlorination mm -hmm. and that when it mixes with organic matter, which there is organic matter in the water you're drinking, that can cause increased rates of cancer and all kinds of stuff, fertility issues. Um, there it, it, it's like I said, it's not just one thing. And we're going to get into cancer at the end when we say, uh, what can be done about checking your water and things like that. Yeah. The national average of trihalomethanes, THMs, is in drinking water is 30.1 parts per billion. This mm -hmm. is a byproduct. This is one of those disinfection byproducts of chlorinating the water. And this THM exposure, that's one that is really linked to infertility and miscarriage. Um, and it's also linked to cancer. Um, it, it is something, there's also liver, kidney, intestinal, intestinal tumors. Um, spontaneous miscarriage, cardiovascular. But I thought that all that type of stuff is just genetic. And that's what my doctor told me. But when, when we hear that, I think of what is that, what is that genetic family, the family that's connected? What are they all exposed to? Are yep. they all living in the same home full of mold? Are they all drinking the same water? You know, that's what you, are they, you know, some of it's eating all the same foods, but I honestly think it's not that. I honestly think it's, it's air and water where they're living, things like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, we talked about the chlorine. We talked about disinfection byproducts. We talked about fluoride. One thing we didn't talk about was PFAS. Um, so PFAS are like the, the forever chemicals. They're in like the nonstick cookware. That's why I don't use nonstick cookware. And it, they are in makeup. They're in lots of things, but they're also in your drinking water. And these PFAS are linked to thyroid disease, ulcerative colitis, high cholesterol, pregnancy-induced hypertension, testicular and kidney cancers, um, learning delays in children, uh, definitely hormone disruption and estrogen dominance. Yeah. That is a big one. They Most Americans have traces of PFOS in their blood. That is from the CDC. So if we think about it, you can be like, well, how am I, like, why filter the water? I can't get rid of it. It's still there. But we're just talking about lowering the exposure. Yep. If we can control little controllables like this, then that that helps because it it all adds up. It's not like these things all just go out of our body. Like if they don't go out of our body, if our liver isn't working, well, our liver's not working because of all the other stuff that it's exposed to. So, and especially if you're not pooping, it's definitely not going out of your body. So like, that's where it all, it all plays a role. Yeah. And this is why, you know, holistic health. I was just explaining uh, a patient uh, who I was seeing today. I was explaining this concept of 
uh, they came, they flew in today to get treated. I was telling Lauren a little bit about it. And when I was treating them, they're like, man, is there any positive news? You're finding all this like bad news, this toxicity in me. And I say, well, the, the thing is, is that we're raised in a society where you go to a medical doctor who, if you have no symptoms, doesn't really tell you anything and says, come back when you have symptoms and your blood work looks great. But we have so much toxins in us that you want me to find that in you because you want, you want us to get rid of that. And we, when I'm using, don't get all the symptoms hundred percent. So muscle testing and frequency medicine, which is what I use, will pick up two to 5% dysfunction in your body. So if there is something affecting you 2%, it'll tell me if it is an issue that it is an issue that we have to go after a blood test takes 40% dysfunction. So yeah, it takes 40 to 60% of liver, uh, dysfunction in order for your AST and ALT to be, to be elevated. Yep. Do you know, okay. My conventional training, do you know how many patients I, I like that would have like a two point elevation of their ASC or ALT. And I'm like, Oh, you just had some Tylenol yesterday, or you just had some alcohol. But if I would have known, no, half their liver isn't working for that to be elevated at all. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a change in mindset. And the reason why I bring it up is because holistic health is all about prevention and it takes action steps to prevent how toxic our environment is. And like we said, this is such a good one to try our best to control. And before we get into those ways, there's one more toxin that came up in my mind is radiation in our oh, drinking right. water. Yep. Radiation. Yep. Um, and lead. We forgot to mention lead. Yeah. That's another one, but lead you'll find wherever there's radiation, because think about when you get x-rays, what do they put on you? Lead because lead blocks radiation. So the environment will pull lead to put out excess radiation. And, and lead from the pipes that are all throughout the percent. And so I don't find as much in Tennessee's water as I did in California's. Like in California's water, I was picking up radiation left and right on people. And it all has to do, a lot of it has to do with how much radium is in the ground. And you right. can check this um, by going to uh, mytapscore.com. And you can actually, they set, they um, allow you to send it in uh, for free shipping, they'll, they'll free ship you water tests. You put your tap water or well water right here. It says city water, well water, rain water, or spring water. You can send it in and they'll tell you what they found in your water and they will actually test for radium. And if there's radium, then you can bet that there's radiation and radiation again is like EMF, right? It is just absolute toxin that creates a bunch of fungus uh, yeah, it, yeah. it essentially makes all your gut microbiome resistant to antibiotics. There there's, you can listen to our EMF Activate podcast. Viruses. Yes, absolutely. And so, um, my tap is a good one where you can send in to see if there's radium. Yes. And then the ewg.org has a place where you can put in your zip code and search and you can see that, that the contaminants in your tap water that have been found in your tap water where you live now. When you see that, you're like, well, wh what do I, how do I do anything about this? Like if everyone's drinking this water, like, why is this an issue for me? It's, it is like we have said, it is just one of those things where you're not, you may not have symptoms, but it, your body is not functioning optimally. And no. so we really want to um, help to go on and be proactive about this. And that way, so that way you're not reacting to every little thing 
eventually. Like eventually you'll get to a point where you are reacting to every little thing. If we can go on and start uh, filtering our air, filtering our water, things yeah. like that, that are foundational steps. It can make a huge difference in the overall toxin load of yourself and your children. So we have different filtering options that, um, that you can do a lot of people. Some people like distilled Charlie, you use distilled a lot in California, right? Yeah. Distilled water is technically the only water that gets rid of radiation. Okay. And so, um, in California, we were using distilled water. When I came to Tennessee, there was a lot more pesticide and glyphosate I was picking up in water samples than radiation. And so we just went with reverse osmosis. Yeah. I, and I, distilled, I would have, be hesitant just because of the a lack of nutrients at yeah, all. In it. And so you really do want to be careful with drinking distilled. I, I would say that there are a couple whole house systems that are possible. We'll link them in the show notes that would be more helpful. Um, but that is something that radioactive elements are going to be a harder one to get out. Yeah. So it's fluoride. Fluoride is very hard to get out. And so reverse osmosis, as Dr. Charlie just mentioned, is one of the best ways to get fluoride out. Now, reverse osmosis also takes out your necessary and needed minerals. Yeah. And so I add back minerals in to our water every, I add it to every single cup. I have little mineral burners in my family. And so I really add it to every single cup. Um, and so they are starting to get their own water and I just say, put a drop of this in. And so that way they know um, that they need to have their minerals added back in. The, it is super important to be mindful of that, but also to know that like reverse osmosis is a really good way to get rid of all these contaminants. Yeah, it is really, really good. And, and I was just on ewg.org. I typed in my zip code and right away you pick the closest um, water plant to you. It says contaminants detected 13 with seven exceeding EWG health guidelines. So the seven, I can't even pronounce half of it. I can pronounce chloroform, um, hexavalent chromium, bromodichloromethane, haloacetic acids, haloacetic acids, uh, two different forms, nitrates, and total trihalomethanes. Okay. Every single one of these says next to it, potential effect is cancer. 47% this or 47 times the I'm going to read how uh how ex, uh, accelerated or exceeded these are first one is 40 times 47 times the amount that is healthy 23 times four times 319 times 565 times the health guideline 3.3 percent or 3.3 times and 237 times the health guideline that so actually reminds me those health guidelines the the legal limits or the, they're not legal limits the recommended limits are not actually enforceable. We didn't actually mention that. So that is something that the EPA does have like allowable limits of all these contaminants in the water. They'll have allowable limits of lead, allowable limits of arson or arsenic, all these types of things. And they, they basically are not enforceable. The only way they're enforceable is that the people sue the city for not having filtered water, like what happened in Flint when there was lead in no. all the water uh, and it caused this massive delay in IQ and developmental issues and all this kind of stuff because of lead in the water. And so those, those rec those levels that you were talking about, I think that's based off the EH or the um, EWG. So those levels, I bet you it's even worse um, because that that's not necessarily taking into account everything. And so I, I would say that the biggest thing you can do is, like I said, just just go on and just filter your water. Mm. 
And so let's, let's finish off with that. So we talked about um, distilled water, which is the best. If you know, you have a lot of radiation. Um, If you do have a lot of radiation in your water, uh, my favorite remedy for that is Cellcor CT minerals. Uh, Fun fact of the day, Snapple fact of the day. If you guys remember Snapple iced tea. uh, And if you looked under the cap, they'd tell you a random fact. Well, CT minerals is actually the, um, the mixture that was used at Chernobyl when there was the radiation explosion of at Chernobyl, the radioactive uh, reactors and CT minerals is what they use for radiation poisoning in people. Did you know they just reformulated it though? And they're taking away the liquid and they no. are making capsules. Oh, and boy. I, and I, I hear it's a lot more expensive. Oh, again. Well, why? Yeah, I why? know. I'm like, it's a perfect product. I yeah, use it so every easy. day. Um, so so I'm stock up on it. Through, I, you, if you guys are listening to this, go to our link, stock up on the liquid form before. They I, know, I need to go buy some. I think it, I might've already sold out. Um, okay. well, there's uh, some in the clinic I have in Tennessee. So I'm about to take all of them yeah, from all patients. Yeah, it's really, it is a great one. Um, so what other I, minerals do you like, use then? I use Quentin minerals. I will also do a pinch of like resin salt or crucial four salt in the water. That's great minerals too. Um, that's yeah. Quentin minerals and that, and then you do that also if it's uh, reverse osmosis water too. Yes. Yes. Oh, and then also we'll use concentrates, trace minerals, um, drops. I will say some people don't like the taste of them. I, my kids, I haven't had an issue with that, but if, and that's based off weight dosing though. So mm-hmm. don't give them like your level of remineralization. You want to go based off their weight. Um, I don't have much experience with them. Um, I've heard that people can get a lot of copper from that product. Really? Yeah. Uh, and so I don't, I don't have enough experience to say that I've tested it a bunch. Um, but I have heard that people have had copper issues with that product. Well, then maybe don't do that. Um, I hadn't heard that. Um, I haven't used that in a while because we've been using Quentin and CT minerals for a long time now. Yes. Um, okay. So has like a salty taste, like a salt water. Quentin? Yeah. 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 I like the taste it, of it, but it, some people, you know, don't like that. I, I like salt water. I like salt. I, I, so do I. It's diluted salt water. We are not freshwater beings. We are salt water beings, but not, right. not quite seawater. Don't go drink some ocean water, but no. we are, it's a little diluted. Um, okay. So we have distilled water. We have reverse osmosis. And then I really like clearly filters, um, filtering system. They get the fluoride out, but they do you, it does not strip the minerals. And Mm. so you don't have to replace for minerals. They have an on the go water cup that filters. Like as you drink, um, they have kids cups. They also have a pitcher. They have an under the counter system. I think they have an inline refrigerator system, but it might be out of stock. And so those are that clearly filtered. I do like a lot. I like the aqua true, um, countertop system for reverse osmosis. That's what we use. We got one of those, we got a Berkey and then we have a whole house aqua sauna filtration. That's our three. Yeah. And I have a Berkey. I don't use it anymore, but I am keeping it because guess what? If it is, it does not require power. All you need is support. It's a gravity system. And so if something ever happened, World War Three, I don't know, whatever, we are prepared with a water filter. And so that is something to think about, like with Berkey and things like that. It's a it's a good one to have on hand. It does filter water, but make sure you get the fluoride filter. Yeah. And uh, I was going to say, it's very similar to re- reverse osmosis, even though it's not. Um, but the filters they use do get the contaminants pretty nicely. And yeah. like you said, 
You don't have to plug it into the wall, which is a big bonus. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't strip minerals either. So, yep. and yeah. so our thought process in our home was we want to have good drinking water. So, um, we got an aqua true and a Berkey, and then we want to be able to shower in water and use water to clean our dishes, uh, in our, to clean our laundry. We wanted all that filters as best that we can. Um, because, you know, think about it. when you shower, you take a bath, there's steam, that steam is even probably more toxic than the water. Cause now you're inhaling it directly. Oh, there was a book called F is for fluoride and she was an FBI researcher I'm trying to, I don't know her exact title. She was very, um, had a lot of experience and credentials and a lot of education. And anyway, she had, was living overseas and had no acne problems in Europe but had all these acne problems in the United States. And what she ended up figuring out, it was fluoride for her. That's what caused it for her. And so when she got all the fluoride out of her water that she washed her face with, face with mm -hmm. her acne went away. And so that's something to think about. Um, if you have a lot of skin issues, chlorine, like eczema, um, it's not just all we all, we all know it's not just um, a, a topical thing. It's there's something going on in the gut. But getting a chlorine filter for your bath is helpful. I will link the things that I use at home. Um, I'll we'll link everything that we that we use that, or, or that we have investigated and recommend. Um, so that way you can look into those things for yourself. I know everyone's situation is different. And so like if you want something for a countertop, like a pitcher for an apartment, then there'll be options for you down in the show notes. Yeah, there's always there's always something that you're going to be able to use in whatever living situation that you uh, are in. Yeah. You can always filter your water. And if, and if anything, if there is nothing else you can do whole foods and like most health food stores will have five gallon jugs of reverse osmosis water, go buy that. Um, yeah, like, no you know, like that is, I mean, it's not, it's not perfect. It's, it's in plastic, I think, but it is, it, it's better than nothing. And the last thing that I will say is there's a huge thing about alkalinity, alkaline water, this alkaline water. That. Yeah. I, and everyone asked me, you know, what do you think of alkaline water? I can't stand it. Now I can't stand it because one, a lot of our systems work off acid. Yeah, our yeah. skin is acidic. Our stomach is acidic. You know, our small intestine is alkaline, but a lot of our immune system works off acidity. And when people become too alkaline, the two things that I find clinically is a lot of joint issues and a lot of allergies. And so people will start uh, drinking water with meals, which I also don't do. I don't drink water when I'm eating because I don't want to dilute my stomach acid and alkaline water will uh, make it even more um, diluted. And we don't want that because we want to be able to digest so that's my spiel on alkaline water. Do you have anything different on alkaline water that you think? I mean, you're just setting yourself up for a parasite. Um, and so I wouldn't do that. And what about the uh, Kangen? Have you ever heard of Kangen? So yeah, Kangen was, uh, we had one in the clinic that we I was in in California. Uh, they never really used it too much, but really what Kangen was doing, which they didn't know, was the bubbles that they created was molecular hydrogen. And that's where the medicinal benefit comes from because molecular hydrogen is in Japan, a medical miracle. It's it's studied in their medical journals. Um, it comes out of Alzen, I think it's Alzenau, Germany. 
or it's it's someplace in Germany that has a, a natural cave that has hydrogen rich water, like molecular hydrogen rich water. And people from Chernobyl and stuff were going there with gallons and scooping it up and drinking it and curing rare cancers. And so that's where it started. Um, and so Kangen uh, was starting to have good results, which came from molecular hydrogen, which most people caught on. And then companies started making molecular hydrogen tablets, which they say is the number one thing to block radiation. Hmm. So that's what I know about Kangen. I, but all, but is it worth? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'll answer I'm, that I'm for you. I'm not ever going to encourage somebody to go spend $10,000 on a yeah, system. No. Uh -uh. That that's not where you're at. And so that's something that, that you just want to be mindful of. Yep. All okay. right. So, um, we will look all these options in the show notes. Do we have any other questions? Any other things that we didn't? Uh, I think that that's pretty good. Um, it's a good control. The controllable water is the basics of basis of life, literally. And so I think that this, I have a feeling that this episode will be very popular um, because it's so relevant to everybody's life. And so share it with your friends. I mean, if you can change your drinking water and your shower water, you are doing great things for your health and it's a very easy thing to do. So, uh, I think this is going to be a hit of an episode. Honestly, I know people love when we talk about why antibiotics are overused and we talk about why vaccines are such a terrible idea. Uh, but this is a pretty good neutral one that I think people can share with their friends and it makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, I think that's one thing that I'll do an individual post on each different water contaminant and it gets kind of overwhelming of this, this, and this, like, this is a really easy thing for um, you to share and say, this is why water is an issue. And this is why we need filtered water. Bingo. So yeah. with that, uh, are we doing methylation next week? You want to do methylation? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. We'll do methylation next week. Uh, and uh, I think that'll be good too, because that is just what happens a billion times a second in your body. And so that's a pretty important process. Um, but this was water. We hope you enjoyed it. Again, thank you so much for sharing this podcast. Uh, we truly, truly appreciate it from the bottoms of our hearts. We love you all and we'll see you on the next podcast.